Hi, my beautiful people. This is Beamy Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy we are going into this week. And um, this week marks our eclipse season. And if you guys are not aware, eclipse season is a total wild card. There are so many things that happen and so many shifts and transits that occur that really change our lives on a huge huge level unexpectedly in most cases um but that's nothing to be afraid of obviously if you're on the path of renewance and you're on the path of you know working doing the due diligence that you're needing to do based on your personal alignment then you know that this could be a very 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 beautiful time even though it is intense even though it is something you can't particularly prepare for. It is something that we are all welcoming when you're on a path of alignment and you're really working towards doing righteous type things in your own personal life. This isn't about people reaping seeds of abundance and harvest on their greed, on their um, on anything that they're doing in a negative light. You will not see any type of blessings from this, you're going to reap back what you have given. And so for a lot of people, while this can be a blessed, very auspicious time for others, it can definitely be a time of reckoning. So we are definitely in for a ride. And this week is going to definitely put us in this space of becoming even more aware. One of the main questions that I kept feeling all morning was how clear are you? And that's in all things, because not only are we going into our eclipse season this week, which what are eclipses? Well, eclipses signify pairings and sets of super powerful, potent times during our new moon and full moon cycles. And most times they come in pairs, but sometimes they come in threes. And so The time period between when the first eclipse happens, which will be the full moon eclipse in Sagittarius, that's going to be happening this week. Between the last eclipse that will happen, which will be in Gemini, the solar eclipse that's going to happen in Gemini um, on the 10th, which is Juneteenth. It's going to be a powerful day. Okay. I have a whole nother episode, of course, planned for that. But. So the time period in between is where the wild cards tend to happen. And this lasts us up until three to six months. Now, mind you, we also had Saturn go retrograde yesterday. I'm recording this on Sunday. The retrograde for Saturn actually took place on yesterday, the 23rd. And so that doesn't end until October the 10th. We already have Pluto, which is currently retrograde, which will be until October the 6th. And then at the end of this week, we will have Mercury on Friday officially go retrograde in Gemini. So needless to say, we have a lot of things that are going on. If you are unaware of what I'm speaking about astrologically, please go listen to the May Astrological Overviews Part 1 and 2 and also Gemini Season 
as well as I released an episode entitled, Oh, It's Coming last week. And all of those speak very, very much in detail about what we can really, really expect throughout this entire season from Taurus season up until now we're in Gemini season. But within the last month or so, there have been a lot of things that have been happening and a lot of things that have been becoming extremely uneasy to navigate through okay that doesn't mean that it's it's going to be a bad time for you does I don't want you guys to get afraid and be nervous and all of that no I just want you to know because honestly it's almost like preventative work right you can't change the the trajectory or path that you're on while you're in the midst of that path unfolding because you still have to deal with what you've already uncovered so the seeds that you've already sown are what you are beginning to see harvest whatever those seeds were or what you're going to see so no matter how much good no matter how much change no matter what you do today It can change the trajectory going forward, but it will not change the trajectory of what's to come from you from the past, okay? So here we are in this space. We just entered into Gemini season. Saturn has freshly gone into Aquarius season. I mean, uh, retrograde into Aquarius. And here we are currently in between our day of our eclipse up until retrograde for Mercury. That'll be three planets in retrograde at the same daggum time in the same month. And then we still have other retrogrades happening in June and July. But regardless, let's focus on this week ahead. Okay. So here we are and we are in this space. And we're trying to work with the energy. We don't quite know what we're needing to do. Everyone is kind of on limbo. You're just teetering through, but everyone wants to at the same time live their life. So you don't want to really think about the realities at hand, but you don't want to avoid the realities at hand because you know that the realities at hand are what they are. I'm here to tell you this week, we are absolutely going to see many 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 shifts almost like unexpected revelations most importantly within ourselves in ways of how we see the world how we see the people in our world how we see the world externally and being completely aware that there are some things that we're either needing to change or continue to move forward with Whatever you feel you have been waiting for closure on is what is about to begin coming up within this week for you. Retrogrades are all about sitting in what you've already done, sitting in what you've already thought out, sitting in the actions you've already taken, sitting in the decisions that you've made or have not made that should have made, you're sitting in it now because it's a time for review. It's also a time for replenishment and rearrangement realignment you're going to have to get real with the adjustments that are needed and have been needed in your life in order for you to be able 
to master this next phase that we're going through. This is going to be very heavy on our hearts. There are going to be revelations of our mind and our hearts that have been connected. Remember, Aquarius and Gemini and Libra, the air energy. Okay, so because we have Saturn retrograding in in, no longer in Capricorn, retrograding in Aquarius. It's forcing you to think about the decisions that you've made. Saturn is all about authority. Saturn is all about restriction. It is all about um, government. It is all about the patriarchy. It is all about the sternness of making sure things are happened in a very hard, solidified way. Aquarian energy is very free flowing. It is very, very smart, very intellectual, very much detached from the emotional aspects, not saying it doesn't feel because it really does feel, but it intellectualizes those feelings in a way where it can actually see what is needing to be done to resolve it from a far detached way. And in this instance, it really is uncomfortable because you, you are having to sit with and think about the decisions that were made that did not include the emotional aspect of it. So there will be some repercussions that are needing to be had that are under review at this time. And that is going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. It's going to make a lot of people sad. It's going to make a lot of people emotional because you're realizing in ways that you have done too much or too little when it came to soothing that heart space being compassionate, being understanding, being someone who understands the depth of one's feelings. When it comes to corporations, they're going to have to reap a lot of their seeds. They're going to have to see how the methods that they've used no longer work. As a matter of fact, they backfire. So we're in this space where the only advice that anyone can really give you is to surrender to the moment of what it is that your soul is saying it needs to do because being impatient is not going to push this any further it's not going to push it any um it's not going to make you get past the emotion any quicker ignoring the darkness and uncomfortable feelings that you have internally is not going to make that go away Avoiding conflict, it's not going to make conflict go away. Avoiding love is not going to make love and the need for love go away. So this is all about understanding the dimensions of thyself, understanding how thyself works in very uncomfortable situations and understanding how thyself shows up in those said ways of life. A lot of times we're so accustomed to doing things the way we've always done things that when it comes time to change and shift the dynamics, it's something we fight against. We fight against it because it, even though it may make sense to do it another way, it's too much of an inconvenience to try. So we don't. And then you look up and years have passed, months have passed, days have passed, opportunities have passed. And you have no one to blame but thyself. This isn't about 
being hard on yourself. This this is not about um, looking at yourself with judgmental tones. No, this is about actually allowing yourself to accept what has been done and recognize where you can make changes going forward. This week, we have a lot happening. Okay, a lot. And with everything that's going to be happening, you're not going to feel it instantaneously, but eventually by the end of the week, you will feel completely overbeared. You will feel completely like, you know what? This is a lot. This week has been heavy. I'm just ready for this week to be done. And then as soon as you feel like that, something else occurs. That is why it is important to not try to skate past the reality and the truths of what it is that we're facing Everything you have been working towards happening is going to begin unfolding, but you cannot rush the process. You have to be patient. Don't allow your pride to get in the way. Don't allow your ego to step in when it's really your spirit that needs to be settled. Don't allow yourself to get ahead of yourself. Do what you know you need to do to make sure you're okay. Make sure those that are connected to you are okay and allow whatever else has to happen to unfold. Because even though you may be afraid of what that looks like, you may be afraid of what that may feel like, ultimately you will not fail because you have been prepared for this moment underneath the surface and you're not allowing yourself to see it. Being anxious about something is not gonna make that moment go away. Being afraid to address something is not gonna make the need for it to be addressed go away. This is going to be a week where you're going to have to think before you speak and you're going to have to take note of what is needing to be said before you say it because it's not one of those weeks where you can say what you want to say and it just goes over and you can do whatever you want to do and there's no repercussions. This isn't the week for that, especially with everything happening in the planetary world and everything that's happening externally. Everybody is on edge. Everyone is on edge. I need you to be the oddball and be the calm one in the scene, in the scenario, because if you're not, if you're not, it's going to backfire. And believe me, you're not by yourself. I'm speaking to myself too, because I'm a very direct person. I'm someone who doesn't like to teeter around what I know needs to be said or done. I can't rest with that. But I get, I, I bet you one thing, this weekend I have been preparing myself to rest in not saying much, finding other outlets to release what I'm feeling, finding other outlets to, to release what I'm saying. And for me, that is focusing on my food. And I know that's, I know that sounds ridiculous because I'm such an, I'm not a foodie. Anyone who's listening to this, who really knows me knows I'm not a foodie. I'm not a person who has to go to different States and different cities and try to food. I am not a foodie. I'm a person who literally can eat once and I'm okay. Um, I am an emotional eater at times, but I've been on this journey of weight loss and, and weight maintenance and really recovering and healing my, my mind, my body. And so, especially since COVID. And so I, I really focus, I'm really intentional about what I have to eat. So that's 
cooking certain ways, that's preparing recipes with certain ingredients that I know are gonna be good for me and not gonna make me feel guilty for enjoying good tasty food because I know that it's made good, it's healthy, right? It's um, fitting in certain workouts, deciding how I'm gonna rearrange my dining room and turn it into my, my space for my plants. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever it is for you. That's what it is for me. And so I have to spend a lot of time. (laughs) I have to spend a lot of time focusing on those things because I could get off track easily because there's so much happening and there's so many things that I'm doing. And so I could be very much, I could easily be off track when it comes to the minimal of what I'm eating, not, you know, forgetting to eat for the day because I've been so busy and consumed. And then you wonder, what are you consumed with? Things that really don't even concern you or matter, right? So think about your life, find something to be intentional about, find something, pick a routine. I know people like, oh, I'm a free spirit. I am a free spirit. I've been a free spirit most of my life. And I'd really practice the free spirit life. Oh, time is not, time is a, an illusion in a sense, but in, in a way you need structure at times in your life. And time is a way to measure that structure sometimes, most times. And so for me personally, I've just began on this journey, especially with my fitness and weight loss, like in my, in my health and my, and keeping my mental health where it needs to be post COVID. I have really put a big importance on those things because it matters to me for me in my journey right now so I encourage you guys this week decide okay what is it that I'm needing to do that I need to pay attention to that I need to focus on that will not put me in a space where I am battling myself and then I'm in this hamster wheel of trying to defend myself in an ever-ending, ever-going battle. This is something that you're really going to have to focus in on and hone in on in a way that keeps you balanced because this week is going to test you. It's going to test your stamina. It's going to test your resilience. It's going to test what you think you know about yourself. And it's going to test everyone around you that you think you know. This is not about playing Russian roulette with reality. This is about choosing what part of reality you need to engage in and what part you don't so that you can come out in a space that is more lucrative to your evolution opposed to your detriment. This is this is a mirror week, but it's also a testing week. Your commitment to what you said you wanted is being tested. Your commitment to what you say you need is being tested. Your commitment to your routine is being tested. Your commitment to your relationships, your finances, your goals, it's all being tested this week. And we can't avoid that. So the only thing that we can do is really focus in on exploring the better options within our control, within our reach internally. And I promise you, you will make it through this week a lot smoother than you would if you wouldn't, if you hadn't done those things. So let's start off the week with making a list of things that are of importance to us, creating a strategy and a plan to making sure those things are seen through and avoiding anything that distracts us from what we know we need to do daily 
so that we can build up a routine of a due process. You're going to need to focus. You're going to need to focus. That means ignoring certain conversations, refusing to engage with certain conversations and certain people and certain entities. You're just gonna have to do it. And I know it's harder for others, for some than it is for others, but regardless, you're just gonna have to do it. Notice how you feel when you engage in certain topics. Notice how you feel when you're around certain people, when you're exploring different things. Notice how you feel. If it doesn't make you feel good and doesn't make you feel a good version of yourself, then why are we still doing it? That's an addictive thing. That's something you're addicted to. And addictions need attention. Focus on that. Focus on releasing that attachment you have to something that isn't good for you. Because it's not, when we speak about wellness and we speak about, you know, keeping ourselves clean and and eating clean and, and being healthy and fitness, it is all about the mind. It is mind, body, spirit. It is also about the external factors. It is also about your jobs. It is also about the people you engage with. It's everything. It is a hamster wheel. And if you don't have a direction in what way you're needing to go and where you're wanting to be, then you're gonna find yourself lost in the own in your own maze that you created. Don't do that. Take this week, be very, very mindful of what you are intentionally doing. And when you find yourself about to drift and you find yourself getting in this space where you're not really comfortable and you feel yourself a little anxious, take note of that and pull yourself back and create space for you to figure out why. Okay, so I hope that this week is very enlightening for you. It is um, definitely a beautiful opportunity to just be and not do so much so that you can be watchful and mindful of what's happening around you and take notes accordingly. Take notes. You'll be happy you did. Okay, so I love you guys. Until our midweek check-in, I hope that you are taking care of yourself, being gentle with yourself, protecting yourself in all aspects of your life. I love your freaking souls. Until next time. Bye.